This episode is brought to you by Netflix. Hold your carriage horses and tighten those corsets. Bridgerton is back. Longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom. But has Penelope truly pushed aside her feelings for Colin? Will Colin realize his feelings before another suitor takes Penelope's hand? This gentle reader can't wait to find out. Watch part one of Bridgerton only on Netflix May 16th. Hello and welcome back to the U Up Podcast. I'm Jordana Abraham. And I am Jared Freed. So good to be back here in studio with you, Jordana. How are you? What's going on? What's the deal? I'm good. You know, we're back from we're back. from Athens, Georgia. I had a, a nice weekend here. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been a relaxing yet busy few days. What about you? Um, I've been good. I just got back from a whirlwind adventure. I was, I mean, uh, from Athens, I went to Columbus. Columbus was fantastic. Um, and then went to uh, San Francisco. Oh, yeah. My brother the, said he saw you. He said it was so funny. Your brother you came. Yeah. yeah, I opened for Michelle Wolf, who did some great shows and is so hilarious. Everyone should go follow her because whatever she puts out next is going to be unreal. So Amazing. it was just a great time. And then I'm just tired, you know? Like, I'm back. It was a 10-day you know, from Denver to New Orleans to Athens to Columbus to San Francisco. And then during this being single, mm-hmm. you know, and I'll admit, you know, I'm on the app, you know, I'm on Hinge and okay. you talk to people and then you're like, you're like, where do we even go? I'm back 10 days from now, you know, like. Right. What's the point it can feel like. And then, it, then it, you know, what happens is, and I don't know if other people do it this way. I, I. I wonder if this is a guy thing or just a people thing. I'm not sure what it is. But the idea that you get a match, you have a nice little banter, there's no possible date to go on. Because you're away. Because you're away. And you do kind of exchange numbers like, hey, we should do something when I'm back. That'd be great. Okay. And I have all... Do you set up the date for when you get back, though? Well, this is the thing. Now you've moved into phone land. Okay. And you have all the, the want... Okay. You know, like I'm, I'm in a good space. I'm, I'm not coming from an evil, dark place. I'm saying I do want to go out. Right. And then you just, they kind of go down the phone. And, you know, this person that you had a nice conversation with that you would have gone on a date with now has moved down the messages. So you've forgotten about them. You kind of do. Okay. Because then you go back. It's like Groundhog's Day. Then you open up the app while you're There's new, someone new taking a there. shit. Okay. And yeah, you, uh, you match with someone new and it's the same. And I think this is the problem with the apps is like, you kind of get in this this cycle of like, it, it, it's like it's almost like you you, you have short term memory loss. You know, right. does that make sense? But why don't you just go back? Why don't you just only go on the app when you were like ready to go on a date that week? Yeah, I, I guess that's you know it's like why don't go on Instagram until you're ready to only waste an hour of your life. You know, like <laughs> I I don't know. You know, right. there's there's an addiction part of this. Yeah, you know, no, I, sure. I, I I think you know someone listening like. I, again, we're we're here in the land of comfort. We're having this. Yeah, is, I mean, I'm also giving you advice from someone who's not in it, so I can see why you'd be like, "Well, that's not realistic." <laughs> it, it, it is realistic. Yeah. I think we have to admit that these are gamified things. Or I have to admit, yeah. maybe you know, and there might be someone out there that like you're not. It softens excitement because you can always of, meet someone new. Always meet someone new, and you can always go back to the well of feeling. Be- better than just medium. 
from a match, from a nice conversation. And then you go, you get to the ledge of like, we should go out. And then you're like, I can kind of get all that dopamine by just going back to the beginning again and not having to deal with okay. the inevitable. You just want to know if they would. I don't, it's not even that. I, I wish I, that's, I guess that's the, 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 that would be the, the mean way of looking. I mean, at, I, I don't know. I could, I had always at, at times, I think been on the app. I think there's many men and women who are on the app for some, at some points to just like get a little jolt of like a self-esteem boost. Cause like someone, you know, sure. you just, you don't really want to go on the date. You just want to know that someone would. And if you just want to feel, if you're feeling, if you're feeling a little lonely, if you're feeling like a little down, you might be like, Oh, this person thinks I'm cute. They I, wanna... I don't think you realize that until the end though. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's I, not like I, you're I consciously going yeah. into it being like, I just I just want them to ask. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I, I, I'm on here to see if some lonely women will give me attention. No, that's right. not what, yeah. But then you get to the, the point of like, we go on a date or nothing. And that's why, you know, we get so many messages. I don't want a pen pal. I don't want, right. this guy never makes the date. And it's like, I don't think you're going to then walk away. <laughs> You know, like if but it, there it, are people who do want to make the date, though, right? Yes, but I, I think there's a momentum thing. Mm -hmm. Momentum, and that's kind of, um, it gets into our first email a little bit, but it, momentum is an important dating thing. It's excitement, yeah. Excitement. Momentum yeah. is excitement, yeah. is, and you want to feel like you guys are on a whirlwind, you know, cannon shot towards love, you know? Yeah. And, we, you know, if you're someone who travels like me, or if you're someone who's, messaging with someone who's yeah i can do something in two weeks right momentum is gone and so is excitement a little bit they move down the text screen i don't know i i'm I, I i dealt with that a lot in the last week i'm saying no i think that that makes a lot of sense and but i think that there's ways knowing that if you're self-aware enough to realize mm -hmm. that that you could probably control that to an extent right of course like again let's say even like if you set up the date for when you get back before you even leave then you're like okay i have this set now mm -hmm. i like kind of have to go um and then maybe you're less excited about it but once you're back you're like if you had good banter then yeah. like you're kind of back in it i guess the, i guess the advice to myself and to anyone doing i guess you know looking back i'd be like okay if you had a good banter i guess what set happens up the date. set up the date and delete the app or, yeah. or well, pause the app. I mean, because, that's, that's, that's been my advice to you is yeah. to just try going out with one person at a time. See how it, how it feels. Day, I mean, we have, in a, we have the incredible Rebel Wilson on at the end of this episode, yes. which we didn't even mention yet. But she's <laughs> Sorry, I got, got two into my own shit. I forgot <laughs> that we had a fucking celebrity on. Right. And we pre -record, we've recorded that already. So you guys are going to hear it. And we've already recorded it with her. And one of the things she was talking about, like the differences between dating in Australia and dating here is that like people kind of date one person at a time there. And I feel like there has to be something to that. I mean, mm. there's so much research about like too many choices, too many options. And like the annoying thing is, is that here you're not like, that's not, you can't set your preference to that, but you can, you'd have to like really proactively try to do it. Well, it's interesting that we both heard her and we, I had a different take. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> no, because I, I, I wanted to ask her more. We only had so much time with Rebel. She's, you know, very busy, but you know, we, we planned for a set amount of time with her. Uh, but because we wanted to play Red Flag Deal Breaker. But when she said that, what I thought was interesting, another thing, in, and anyone here can listen to, you know, are going to hear it later in the show, was she was like, one of the big things she noticed was that it's more like dating was more um, planned here. Right. 
Like that was another thing. Like it, it was like there was this difference between relate, you know, to get to a relationship, it wasn't date one, date two, date three. That's what it kind of sounded like. Like as opposed to in Australia. In Australia, she was like, yeah. we're out for drinks and right. things happen. And now you're with that person, you know? Okay. And it's like. That's it, like, co- that That to me is college dating here. Mm, Do you know what it was yeah. in my mind of like, you were just hanging out a lot at all the mixers. And then all of a sudden we're like dating. Well, it, it kind of gets into like my insecurities with like, what, why not go on that first date from the app? And you go. And then I got to go on first date, then second date, and then I got the check and more formal that the formal is the word. And I think she might've said formal. I don't want to put words in her mouth, but it was funny that I was like, Oh, maybe without this formality. Right. You know, like, did he pay for the first date? And it's like, they don't even have, they're like, we were at a, you know, we were at an Outback Steakhouse and we got beers. Right. You know, amongst friends and we happen that's to be right, together. Right. That's, that's the <laughs> most authentic Australian food in Australia, I'm sure, is Outback State House. I, I assume. I'm just yes. saying everyone's just hanging out around an awesome blossom. Exactly. That's Kangaroo, what I would assume. Kangaroos jumping everywhere. Yeah. What, a, what it's like. There goes the roux and <laughs> here goes our marriage. You know, I don't know. I Our Australian listeners will be DMing us soon, I'm sure. Angry, yes. Yeah, but are there just, I, I don't know, I, they're all just like coffee Australian. For what? What is is breakfast big in Australia? I have no idea. I've never been to Australia. Have you? I would love to go. I've never been. I, I mean, ask your local promoter to yes. book us. <laughs> book us. We'll do a show in Australia. No, but the only thing that's made it over here is Outback Steakhouse and breakfast places. Oh, the brunch plate. There's a yes. lot of like brunch East Village brunch spots that are, that are Australian. Yes. And I'm wondering if we're just being sold this. This, this like, you know, this. I don't even know what the food is. It's like eggs. Like eggs. normal brunch food. Yeah, and then they, they don't even have any Vegemite. So it's not, <laughs> how authentic could this be? You know? Not that authentic. Yeah, but there's a ton of those here. And then, you know, I like, I even saw on a dating app the other day I, I'm a, that someone wrote they're a big fan of Australian breakfast places. And I was like, Interesting. is this a thing now? I mean, those have been around for like 10 years at least. The Australian, yeah. yeah. But I don't know, maybe it might just be this person. Having an, a particular affinity to well, well, I'm ju- I'm just saying I can't believe it's gotten that big that you could say that and I would know exactly what they're talking about. Right. You know, like I I, I just I imagine guess you, you get do off, know. Y- yeah. You get. I imagine you get off the flight in Australia. It's just a bunch of people having breakfast. Breakfast everywhere. <laughs> breakfast. breakfast for dinner. Well, they have a lot of those um like uh, all you can drink brunches. Oh, like really? Like bottomless bottomless, bottomless brunch. Brunches, bottomless. That's what they're called. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm into that. That's that's in my yeah. culture too. I mean, I'm sure we just said like 16 wrong <laughs> things about the way that things are in Australia, but that's okay. Anyway, maybe the dating is truly different, like she said. And to me, that's. I mean, that sounds better to me. It sounds like a real way to meet. It sounds worse for casual dating and better for. See, really- I was wondering, could I actually was at, in my head when she brought that up? I was like, I was thinking about would women like it more or less? Would you like? No first date, no second date, no third date. It's just like, yeah, we hang out a few times and now we're together. I think I would like that. Um, I think I would like that because it's because the way she also made it seem, again, the caveat of that, which mm. I brought up initially, was that people aren't really dating multiple people at the same time. Yes. Um, so I would like the idea. I'm fine with like the first two dates being hangouts as long as it's like, if it's not... You know, it seems better than the system here where like you're going on a formal date, but the person's also going on formal dates with other, with a ton of other people. This is more like, seems more natural and like you're hanging out with this person and then you decide you're either still hanging out and you're together Mm. or you're now meeting someone new. Yeah. I guess the way she talked about it sounded more communicative too. Like this, uh, you know, 
yeah, I'm not hanging with anyone else. I don't know. It, it, it's it sounded like college to me. Like when I had boyfriends in mm. college, that was kind of how it like came to be. It would be like we'd we'd hang out for a bit, and then we were like kind of always together at the group things, and then then you were dating. Well, people are going to have to take their interpretations. I mean, this is a good setup for the end yeah. but, uh, for people to keep listening to the end because Rebel Wilson's going to be on. She's also a fan. Subscriber. A subscriber. subscriber to You Up With Benefits. Yeah, I mean, anyone who's listening who's not a subscriber, if you think that you know more than Rebel Wilson, who is a subscriber, yeah, you don't. We're ch- <laughs> <laughs> Newsflash, <laughs> dummy. Um, Just saying. I, I uh, We're going to change the, the poster. Rebel Wilson approved. Yes, and I mean, for $3, you don't even need to make celebrity money to be able to afford this subscription. That's episodes. right. Two extra podcasts a month. You get the uh, episodes early, no ads. So you up with benefits. There's a little button on Apple Podcasts, and then also you search you up with benefits on Spotify. Uh, do we have any other announcements before we get into things today? What do we got? You know, we've got FOPA. You guys will check that out. Oversharing my new show with my sister. Well, we also have to push. We have a tour. Oh, yeah. We have, we the have tour. a goddamn There's tour. There's so much going up. on. It's very so hard much, to it's, remember. I, I mean, I, I, I don't think we've talked about it enough. Tuesday, June 14th, we're in Boston, Massachusetts. Tuesday, June 21st, San Francisco, California. Wednesday, June 22nd, Los Angeles, California. Wednesday, July 13th, Austin, Texas. Tuesday, July 26th, Chicago. Oh, yeah. Our Chicago date has been released. That's right. Chicago is such a great city for this show. I think that we have so many, so many fans there. Chicago in the summer? Are you kidding me? Beautiful. And then our last one is going to be Wednesday, August 10th, New York City. Huge show. Assemble the group chat. Listener, non-listener, whoever they are, they're going to love the show. It's interactive. It is, you know, Jordan and I, we're in the rehearsal room. We're practicing our dance moves every day. Um, we, yeah, Jared's fine-tuning his singing voice. That's right. Fa-la-la-la-la, get the group chat. Christmas just came early. That's right. Get your tickets. Get your tickies. Uh, Betches.co slash youuplive. Get those tickets, assemble the group chat. In addition, I mean, I got my own shows. People are coming out. It's it's crazy. IRL the, summer. IRL summer. I mean, I am crisscrossing this great nation of ours. Madison, Wisconsin. Gross. Very excited. Huge city. That's a big uh that's a big um comedy club that I want to do well at. So if anyone So is, you guys are listening. <laughs> Get your tickets. Get those tickets. Make Jared me look good. Jared wants to do well. Yes, we'll have fun. I promise. I'll bring the jokes. I bring my whole, you know, bag of props and costumes and all those things. Tam- <laughs> wigs. <laughs> Puppets, wigs. Tampa, Florida. La Jolla. Minneapolis. Minneapolis for the Minneapolis Comedy Festival. Huntsville, Alabama. Nashville, Tennessee. Dayton, Ohio. Washington, D.C. I'm coming back. Uh, coming back at the end of the summer, Washington, D.C., those tickets have just been released. Albany, New York. So, jaredfree.com for tickets, jaredfree.com for tickets. Before we get started, the new podcast, very exciting. It's called Oversharing. What, what, so, what's going to be going on this week? Then? Check out our episode two. We talk about someone who's struggling with self-sabotage in dating, um, which is something, you know, we've covered here a bit. And we get into more of a therapeutic kind of mm. angle. And just that, and then how that can relate to anything else that you're self sabotaging with. And you're given like, why do people do this type of thing? Like, is that yeah. come up? Like, because I hear self sabotage. 
It's like a definite, a word that I think I know the definition of, but I probably don't. And exactly. I think that's what most people do with most words. Yeah. And same for me, which is why it's great to have my sister kind of like on there to give yeah. the real clinical background onto like why people do that kind of thing and how to overcome it. Um, and that one's, that episode's a little more dating adjacent, but as you know, we're talking really about the full gamut of interpersonal relationships, relationships with your family, with your friends, coworkers, you know, all that shit. Yeah. Such a good topic because it's like, I think things like that, like I definitely like, I live my life in a Twitter reality, you know, right. where it's like, I read the tweet, I get it. Don't need to read the article, yes. <laughs> you know? And it's nice. I think that's why podcasts are popular. I think is to have, you know, you guys hash it out and open up. What does that mean, self-sabotage? You know, right. I think that's a huge thing. To fully unpack what the idea is. Yeah. And just one more thing before we get into today's question is I, you know, as you know, I read the reviews excessively. Refreshed, okay. refreshed multiple times a day. <laughs> uh, There's, I, there has been some discussion in the reviews that people don't like the long intros that we do. Really? Today, I think, was a little bit shorter. But I've heard both ways. Yeah. So if you guys... You know, because usually when we do one thing, it's like, oh, you don't talk about yourselves enough or when yes. we talk about ourselves, it's the other way. But I want to, we want to make this show the best show that it can be. And obviously we're going to annoy some of you. But if you, if you feel strongly in either way, send, send me a DM. Okay. Or write, you know, if you feel strongly the other way, write a positive review about the other way, because I'm just getting a lot of the intros are too long reviews. And mm. as you know, I read all of them. So even it out if you feel the other way. And if you don't, we might make the intro shorter. Well, the only reason, and again, we've said this with, you know, not to make the intro even longer by discussing <laughs> like the long intros. Done. Like the person who apologizes for their long email. Yes, <laughs> we're doing a version of that. But I, I had gotten feedback that people liked hearing I remember the personal that stories, too. which is why, yeah. you know, I was all, this is, which is why I'm like happy to open up with my own dating. And life I love and that. I think it's the real life, you know, these are hypotheticals because we're yeah. not these people, but with you, we're getting with the, in the, I, and, but I also think I'm uh, rambling a little bit cause I'm not sure, you know, with an email, it's like it's directed, all, it's you, all it, on paper, it's all on paper yes. and you know, which direction you go. When it's like, how's dating going? And I, you know, I don't, I have a vibe that I'm like feeling, you know, and I come here and I sit on the couch and you sit there with, you know, the notebook. You're my therapist. Yes, in that it's a therapy, scenario. it's a chain, it's a Ponzi scheme of therapy. Yes. I, I, you know, my sister gives me good therapy and then I water it down to be shittier version and yes. then I give it to you and then you give it. And then we give yeah. it to the listeners. Yeah. yeah, we're just, yeah, we're just fucking everyone up. So no, but I, I would like to believe me, I, I, cause we have a clock in front of us. If it gets away from us, yeah. we kind of try and reel it in. But, uh, you know, I'm always cool with constructive criticism. I hate yeah. criticism that's just like, fuck you. <laughs> I hate when the criticism isn't as thought out as the show we put together. Yeah. And I get I mean, I'm saying like some of the criticism is just like, uh, we want more advice. We want more emails. We want more listener emails and, and less of you guys. Fine. <laughs> um, <laughs> which I'm saying, like, if that's actually how most of you feel, we can we can adjust. But we if it's adjust. just if it's just a couple of angry uh, Apple reviewers, then <laughs> you guys you guys even out the the, the Here, tone. Let me, here's let me what, hear what you think. Here's what people don't understand about the internet is tone at all. Yeah, there's a way to like send a message. Hey. I'm loving Love this. Love compliment sandwich. Little compliment sandwich. Yes. We, you know, I got to eat. Exactly. <laughs> so I, I, you know, some people just write things and you go, well, have you thought this out or are you just, because this is my life. Right. You know, are you like, just giving your unsolicited opinion with no, with just based on you? Yeah. Have, have you, have you thought about yes. the greater podcast? But listen, I, I, I think it's worth it 
But maybe I'm wrong to talk about traveling I, and, and I dating like it, and how hard personally. it can be. I think it gives it a more intimate feel. But again, guys, let us know and, you know, or don't. If or you don't I'll, have an I'll, I'll start taking more better notes for what I'll talk, what I can talk no, about. No, I think what you're, I like, I mean, that's what I'm saying. I personally think it's great. But you guys, the audience, this is, this is why we're here. So... Yeah, but we'll also hear your opinion and do it or don't because we're the creatives here. This is our show. Yeah. (laughs) So let's get to the email so that no one gets too angry. On that note. Yeah. There's no better feeling than spinning around in a salon chair to see your hair looking absolutely perfect. But it feels impossible to come up with that same look at home. Even the best blowout brush won't give you that salon shine. Thanks to Vegamore, sticking to my hair routine has never been easier, and I'm finally seeing the shinier, healthier-looking hair that I've always wanted. Now I love the way my hair looks and feels. It's like salon fresh hair that starts at the roots. I have the Grow Hair Serum, and I can already tell that it's working. Like, my hair feels healthier. I love that it doesn't make my hair feel oily or sticky. I feel like I'm doing something really healthy for my I also got to try the lash serum and the brow serum. Honestly, my hair has been hard to grow. So I love what Vegamore is doing. And I'm already seeing results. I'm already seeing thicker, faster growing hair. Vegamore products are 100% cruelty free and are never formulated with potentially harmful chemicals like parabens or hormones. When it comes to seeing results, the key is consistency. For best looking results, use for a minimum of three months for visibly fuller, healthier, and thicker looking hair. When I sign up for monthly subscription, I can get one bottle or three bottles sent. Plus I save more and I never run low on the products I need to take care of my hair. Give your hair the power of a little pink bottle with Vegamore. For a limited time, you up listeners get 20% off their first order by going to vegamore.com slash UUP and use code UUP at checkout. That's V-E-G-A-M-O-U-R dot com slash UUP, code UUP to save 20% on your first order. V-E-G-A-M-O-U-R dot com slash UUP, code UUP. Hi, J&J. I've been listening to the pod for a while and shared it with friends, but this is my first time writing in. I'm in my late 30s and I've been dating on and off the app since a long-term relationship ended in my late 20s. The struggle is real. I've been seeing someone for about two months now. We see each other about once a week or so. We text between dates, but it's minimal and usually just light chit-chat or coordinating plans. I'm more often the one to reach out and or suggest seeing each other again. I'm pretty sure we both have a great time when we hang out, at least I do, but it feels like we just never get any real momentum going. Am I being breadcrumbed here? Maybe maybe bread sliced, is that a term? I don't, know. I don't even fucking know. <laughs> or is this just what it's like to take things slow? I guess in my previous relationships and situationships, things have progressed a lot quicker and maybe too quick, but this just feels like he's pumping the brakes. I can tend to be an anxious dater, so when we go close to a week since we've seen each other and there isn't even a plan to see each other again, I get pretty nervous and think he's going to ghost me. It's very possible I've developed some PTSD around getting ghosted since it has happened several times over the past many years of dating. I know, dramatic. I guess my question is, what does taking dating slow even look like versus being strung along? Thanks for your help and all that you do dating by the slice. I, can I start out by saying I appreciate the emailer? Yes. They sound very nice, and they're bringing up a very relatable issue. Totally. What What should the pace, and we just talked about momentum. What should the momentum be? Right. I don't believe in shoulds. I just believe, you know, I, I but, but I, I say this to preface the fact, because I appreciate what they're bringing up. I read this and was annoyed. By, at her? Yes. Why? <laughs> Why? <laughs> huh what i i was annoyed from the because i've been in the position of this guy okay and she uses a lot of language here 
that all the languaging here is is that she's and I hate to use this word. I mean, I'm going to use a serious. She uses a lot of serious words in this, like you know, the bread crumbing. The, the you know, she invented a term, bread slice, bread slicing. The struggle's real, uh, and you know. Um, PTSD, I've been ghosted. She feels like she has no control over her own dating life. Right. And that bothers me because I don't like dating someone like that. Like, I don't like dating someone where it always feels like I'm, you know. They're waiting by the phone for you to ask them out again? Or waiting for me to fuck, do one thing that makes them infer that I don't like them anymore. You know, like, it just feels like there's, like, carpets over holes in the ground, and she's waiting for him to fall through these. And some holes mean that he likes her, and some holes mean that he doesn't like her. She has more control than she is even admitting to. And I think when you're, to me, I'm like, maybe this anxiety with dating has happened. I feel anxiety when I have no control. Right. And she's given up control. So, of course, she's going to feel anxious. why, Why doesn't she, you know, to me... She's like, we're going on dates every, like, how about, how about texting this guy on a random Saturday when you're sitting there doing nothing? Hey, I wanted to get coffee today. Want to go get a coffee? Yeah, it's very difficult for a lot of people. I agree. I agree. She should do that. And I, to me, I think anxiety comes from lack of communication. Okay. But I think it could be both. You said it was, I mean, it's from, it was from what you said. Lack of control, lack but, of I think, control. but I think, but I think also not yeah. communicating is yeah. is giving up control. That is, I agree, and I think one leads to the other, and so I think she is again. She's caught up in this thing what we talk about all the time, which is you know, does this stuff mean he doesn't like me or he wants to take it slow? Mm. And what should the cadence be? And like you said, like the cadence should be whatever you think it should be. Yeah. And if they can meet you at that cadence, then yeah. And when I think that she's playing this game of like. Is he going to ask me out? I get anxiety when he doesn't ask me out. And I used to be like that. So I sure. get why she was, why she feels like that. Cause it feels like very vulnerable in some, and it's not, I don't think her problem yeah. is crazy at all. Right. I just, I've, I was like annoyed. No, I get it. <laughs> Cause I was like, I like, I just hate being in the position and it happens a lot in dating and, and it happens a lot in my dating life mm-hmm. where I'm driving everyone's emotional state. Okay. You know, I, I you're responsible for their other person's feelings. Yeah. Stop okay. asking the person you're dating to tell you how you feel. Right. You know, well, like I, 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 it's just like, and I get annoyed that I'm like, no, I don't, because she has a goal, which I actually agree with. Her goal is she wants to be in a relationship. Yeah. Very much so. It seems though. I agree. And she's and and she's trying to get to the goal of you know she's in the car with this person, <laughs> knows how she wants to be taken to relationship town. And not saying a word. Yeah. And I mean, that's what dating anxiety is. Yeah. Kind of. The dating anxiety, like that's, she's extremely anxious about whether or not he likes her. It's what she said. Yeah. Um, she doesn't feel like she has any control over this. She doesn't really, she doesn't really have any control over whether or not he likes her. Right. That's fine. Give up control over that. You can't force She's not going to have that like control you. over yeah, anyone. Ever. Yeah. yeah. Ever. Fine. But what she can control, again, to take herself at, like is... But the only thing she can control in the situation is owning how she feels and asking for what she wants. Yes. Which is the most difficult thing to do if you really like someone because you're like, well, what if this is his style? Because like she wants to be with him at the at the cost of being who she is. Mm-hmm. That's when she's asking. When she's asking how often should, like how slow is it okay to go? She's basically like, I want to make sure that I'm not doing anything that will turn him off so that I can get this person. And so therefore I'm willing to give up what I want 
Yeah. If you tell me that this is normal, then I'll just, I'll give it up and I'll like whatever I feel like I want, the amount of communication that I want, the amount of dates that I want and the consistency, because like, if I think that'll land me the guy in the end. Mm. Yeah. I, Which is not the way to do it. It's not the obviously. way to do it. It's not yeah. the way to do it. I mean, I was in an Uber to the airport every, my whole life was going to the airport. <laughs> Um, or at the airport at the airport before the airport but i was i left for the airport and by this point of where i live i know which way to go i also know if you go certain ways it's a dumb way to go do you know more than google maps that's the thing okay is i got google maps and i got what i've done in the past and i i you know and i think this hopefully this lands on relating to dating but like i i was in this car and they're going against the google maps okay and i'm and i hate that i track the i track the cars as well yeah i do that and and also i'm in a rush like there's a plane leaving i gotta go yeah so my goal is to get to the airport on time but there's a piece of me that goes well maybe this person knows a better way maybe they're doing this because they've thought right, this they've through. done it a bunch they've and they know a, how to avoid this or that and right. because they're going to the airport and they won't want me to be late either right but the reality is the uber driver doesn't give a fuck if i miss the airport <laughs> right he yeah. gets paid either way yeah he gets paid either way so right. that's kind of this guy's your uber driver but you don't know if he's going towards a relationship he's just hanging out right but you got places to go hey well she doesn't want you, the uber driver to kick her out of his car well <laughs> you gotta and she doesn't want to be the the reason she missed the flight that too, right. You know? Yeah, she doesn't want to, that's what I'm saying. She'd rather put the control, that's a great analogy. Yeah. She wants to put the control of the relationship into his hands. Into his hands. Yeah. And it's, and it's. I will tell you, they will just keep going as slow as they oh. want to go <laughs> and they don't give a fuck if you miss out on your goal. So if right. you take control, because I had to say to myself, Jared, you know the way to go. This ain't the way to go. Google Maps is telling you a different way. Everyone's telling, you know, and I said something. Okay. And I go, hey, did he change? He goes, well, I don't know. I kind of like, I think this way might work. I go, uh-uh. I do this drive every week at this point. We're going to go this way. It's not go. my first rodeo. No. And I made the flight. Okay. But I had to get over. And I actually thought to myself, oh, I don't want to be the reason I missed the flight. Right. You know, I, I, if I missed the flight, then I'd be like, the Uber driver knew. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but, that, but the reality is... It, a lot That's of these the thing. Rela- she doesn't want to be like turning the person off by being by getting in the and her fear is probably the complete opposite that that she was so annoying that she got in the car and immediately started telling the per- the person where to go or that you know what I mean and I the think person you're was like this better. is too much I'm out yeah well I'm gonna get tell a cab. you I'm gonna tell you right now most guys are dating you like an Uber driver that doesn't give a fuck if you get to the airport or not. Well, that's comforting. I, I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. They don't like, put that in Hallmark cards. No. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just saying, like, if because again, this is a lot of societal stuff is at right. play here. You know, like, you know, the the guy that she's seeing that's like not, t- you know, that she's like once a week on a date, like that's not really getting to know each other. Right. She knows that. And if you don't like going out once a week, or you don't like the lack of communication between dates, text the other person. You're going to find out very quickly that they're either willing to come to you, they're willing to go your route on the way to the airport, or. They don't care. And then you can decide to get out and get a cab. That's right. And here's what I would do if I heard. Text this guy. And, and listen, you're fine. You're fine. Right. You're fine without this person. You were fine without them through and your 30s. And that's the thing you're you have okay. to realize. Yeah, right? you, you're going to be okay. The thing you have to realize is that nothing is better than something that stresses you out and that isn't working. Absolutely. You're fine. That's the scary. That's the reason she won't. Of course. Say it. Because she's like, this. I've got this thing. It's, I'm excited about this thing. I think I like this guy. 
And I don't want to lose that by like rocking the boat and ask and texting him and asking what for what I want. Yeah, but she's got her apartment. She's got a good job. She's got her, right. you know, her stuffed animals from childhood. <laughs> she's got, um, you know, her vibrator. Yeah. She's got, you know, her cans of beans. You know, she's got. Um, yeah, she's got a her cats. She's got a birds. date like a someone who loves their job. Yeah, and here's what I would do about her. I, yeah. I mean, real real advice is, hey, uh, want to get coffee and hang out? That that is out of date. One day, two date. That brings us back to the to Rebel Australia. Wilson Australia. Picture We're at the yourself. Outback. You're at Outback Steakhouse. <laughs> Asking him if he wants to get coffee there. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> want to get an awesome blossom? Yeah. I yeah. agree. Because you have you have nothing to lose. Anyone no. who likes you is going to be like, d- exci- like down for the fact that you initiated a plan. And anyone who doesn't like you is going to make them break up with you sooner. The hardest part is that he will always say he likes you. He just doesn't like you enough to screw up his day that he had planned to spend with his phone. Fine. So let him say, <laughs> let him pick a new time. Yeah. Or I can't do coffee day, but tonight I'm actually like yeah. doing nothing. I'm going to be watching, and, a mo- you know, a movie. Let's hang out. And to me, that's kind of the way that I tell if anyone wants to hang out with me, a guy, a friend, a family mm. member, if I suggest hanging out with someone and the person can't do it, that's fine. But if they don't suggest something else, mm-hmm. then I just assume that, that they're not that interested in hanging out with me. They're not yeah. looking for a time to do it. And that's when you get to know each other. Like, I know what she's saying. The, the heart of her email is we're, we're in, we're in show date mode, you right. know, yeah. you know, like we're always, we're always, you know, dressed formal for the, date, for, you know, week sh- without minimal speaking, formal date. Right. Yeah. And it's like, you need some, you need some other stuff yeah. to make this like, cause it's like, are, are we becoming friends and lovers? You know, right. like, or also like, what does dating look like to you when yeah. it goes well? And there's no right or wrong. It's not like some people, for some people that's seeing the person every day yeah. for some people that's, once a week is like works for them, but it's really like what she's doing is taking what she wants out of the equation to say, is what he wants normal. It's like not, there is no normal. (laughs) Is is what he wants match with what you want. Yeah. Go to the outback. Do you want a bra that's sexy or a bra that's comfortable? Thanks to third love. You can have both. Third love was started to take all the frustration, ick and ah, out of bra shopping. That's why they make solutions for every bra problem, aka problems. Their bras make it easy to bring back perkiness you haven't seen since high school, get smoothing you know where, and have straps that actually stay put. Designed at their headquarters in San Francisco and made from premium materials, they put every style through hours of wear testing on real women, including themselves, before it's given the stamp of boob approval. Comfort and support are guaranteed. Plus, whether you're a double A cup or an H cup, their virtual fitting room will help you find your perfect fit fast. They even invented half cups. No more feeling stuck between two cup sizes that don't fit. It's time to get your problems solved. Visit thirdlove.com and get $15 off your order with code podcast15. Let's do some awkward Let's sex. You ready? We've got a voicemail. A voicemail. Love I love a voice. It's a, I feel like they're sitting right next to us. Exactly. When I listen to these. They're the best. Okay, ready? Hi, Jordana and Jared. I just told you an awkward sex story. And right as the line hung up, I remembered an even worse one. So this happened (laughs) my second year of college in my dorm. She sounds like she's... Hold on. Pause it for a second. She sounds like she's like 
like this has been a tough day. <laughs> I just remembered there's one even worse than that. Like, did she just get down with like a, doing work in the yard? Like, right. I was imagining her leaving the office, giving she has the phone number uh, saved in her phone. Yeah, and she's like, I've got to tell someone the story. Oh wait, there's another one. Like, <laughs> let's hear it. So she's in the dorm, right? Yeah. Okay. I was looking up with this guy who was like 23, which is like honestly so gross that he was hanging around a college. Regardless, okay. So we're having sex. He's wearing a condom. We are done with the sex. He takes the condom off, and I was assuming he was just going to throw it in the garbage, but um, I had my back turned towards him, and then I turn around and I hear. <laughs> And he blew up the condom. He filled it with air like a balloon. And then he let the air go. And his tongue got all over my dorm room. It was so nasty. And I really liked him. I really had a crush on him. I tried to act like, oh, like, I'm so cool. And I'm like, oh, that was so funny. Like, oh, bye. And after he left, I was so pissed and I had to wash all my sheets because I was scared to get pregnant via my duvet cover <laughs> um and then yeah I was obsessed with him for a couple years but now I'm not <laughs> thanks to your help Jordana and Jared both of y'all um, and I want to say that I really love the episodes with Dr. <laughs> Naomi Bernstein. Oh, wow. And I was wondering if she was ever going to be a guest again. I would go crazy. Okay. Love you both. Goodbye. I didn't think that would ever end. <laughs> I thought she was going to be like, and Tuesday. Do you and guys want to get lunch? And I want to thank the Academy. <laughs> <laughs> for letting me submit this story um you start playing music play one of the jingles to get her off exactly i mean if you want to listen to naomi bernstein you can yeah. listen to oversharing the new show that i have with her but on to this voicemail this was very i loved i'm not the fact that the story really aligns with the fact that he's a 23 year old still going to college dorms yes right yeah it just the, and blowing That's what a, someone would do. Yeah. The, like the 23 year old girls are over it. So he's bringing, <laughs> he's, he's got to go hang in the, in the dorm rooms exactly. to find someone who will deal with his, you know, balloon animals. That checks to me. Yeah. Um, he's checking if the condom broke. Isn't that, that Is was he, my assumption. Oh, I didn't even think of that. I mean, it's why weird. would he blow it up? I guess that's the best way to find out if, there's a hole in it. Are you sure he's checking? If I have no out? idea. I'm trying to think of why anyone would put their mouth on a condom to blow it up. I I can't understand the. Because they're an idiot. Pro- yeah, that, I, the, I'm trying to think of what makes you put your mouth on the condom. She's like, I liked him I used so much. One. Yeah. I liked him so much. It kind of is one of that. I can imagine one of those moments where you're looking back and you're like, "This is the guy that I was obsessed with." Yeah. This is the guy that I just couldn't imagine life without. <laughs> the guy that. Blows up a condom and lets it spray across the my room. My bed. Oh my god. <laughs> Just lol. He's, he's my laughing. bad. And then he leaves. <laughs> Prince Charming. <laughs> that guy. I want that. Oh, uh, that will be. I, I mean, <laughs> it is funny. I, I related to her being like getting pregnant from the 
Oh, the duvet. Would that have been your fear? Oh, I would have thought the I same mean, thing. To be honest, she should probably have washed the sheets anyway. Yeah. I mean, but <laughs> at 19, I could see why that would be more motivating than like. I mean, she lived in a snow globe. Yeah. <laughs> that was my nickname for the. For your. Is that, that what, you, my is name, that what the, you still call your bedroom? The snow globe. Do you want to come back to the snow globe? <laughs> it's disgusting. Just, I mean, come spraying is not a good. Nothing Look. about. Nothing about cum is good. I just feel so bad that she had to like pretend like it wasn't a big deal and she was probably like, it's one of those moments that you're like, I need to reevaluate the way that I <laughs> Well, if it happened at 30. Yes. It's different. Okay, high, college, yeah. dorm room, everything's a mess. You're right. a mess. You're kind they're of a mess. That, yeah. Right. The fact that he's 23 is a little weird, you know, like. For him, yeah. Yeah, for him. But for her, I, I, I give her a lot of grace for being like, not knowing how insane this all is. Right. And again, At the time. that really checks out with him being 23. But he was an accounting major. He's going somewhere. <laughs> He's going places. He's going places. He has an apartment right by the dorms. <laughs> it's a, it's, set up. He has no roommates. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. What did you call it? Um, I called it the blowjob. The blowjob. Yes. Excellent. Blowing to I love it. What do you have? I, I had the, the snow globe. The snow globe. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that was my name. I, um, I hope you don't call your room that anymore. I don't. I don't. Okay. <laughs> That was my name for this guy, not me. Uh, Maddie had Bozo the Condom Clown, Balloony Babies, uh, the Pregnancy Scare, Splatter. Um, red Flag or Deal Breaker? I guess she picks up the condom. She picks it up. She blows it up. Sprays my cum all over the room. Yeah. It's a, it's she, a deal breaker. She says, I just wanted the last drops. <laughs> Good to the last drop. It's a deal breaker because of like, I got to clean all this shit yeah. now. <laughs> right. You know, like you've made more work for me. Right. Silly. Like it's, you're so silly. Yeah. I don't right. know. And yeah, it's like when someone does a prank, when a prank isn't necessary, like. Right. This isn't jackass. Right. I'd be like, well, now here's a, you know, here's the, the, uh, here's my laundry card. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah. Red flag or deal breaker for you. Deal breaker. Yeah. I mean, obviously. <laughs> Have you ever seen the guy blow up the condom? No, that's disgusting. Taking off the condom after sex. I mean, it is it, it is a sad... I don't like to look. Yeah. You do? <laughs> it's just like a sad, you know, like scene. Right. The flaccid penis. You, you, you kind of like slide it off. Shows it's just over. Like shows, yeah, yeah, it's it, like the it, lights coming on. It's very much the bar is closing. Yeah. yeah, it's disgusting. And then you can evaluate like... What just? Like, what have we done here? Yeah. <laughs> In her case, I would say especially. Yes. Fifty high school senior girls descend on Mobile, Alabama, every summer to compete for a massive cash prize. It isn't Survivor. It's one of America's most lucrative scholarship competitions for teen girls. It's been around for seven decades. Now you'll hear what took place behind the scenes. From Pineapple Street Studios and Wondery comes the competition. Host Shima Oliayi was Nevada's contestant twenty years ago. Now she is returning as a judge to find out what two weeks with 50 of the country's most ambitious teens can tell us about girlhood in America. What happens when the competitors are thrown into the deep end with the best and brightest? And how does surviving the competition prepare them for everything that comes after? Follow the competition on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of the competition early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery+. Plus. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick but can't always afford the super high-end stuff? I have a solution for you. Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for the season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. 
Newly is a subscription clothing rental service. For just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles each month. You choose whatever you want to rent for whatever you have going on. It's totally up to you. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There's no fees, late fees, damage fees, or fees to pause or cancel. So it's no big deal if you lose a button, spill something, or you just need to take a break. They have inclusive sizing up to 5X, as well as petite and maternity. Get fast free shipping and returns and professional cleaning in newly state-of-the-art laundering facility. No laundry for you to worry about. And you always have the option to buy what you love. For sometimes up to 75% off. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code UUP20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y.com, that's Newly with two U's, and enter the code UUP20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com, Newly with two U's, with code UUP20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. Let's do another email. All right, you want to read it? People, keep sending them in. UUP at Betches.com. UUP at Betches.com. How much do white lies matter? Great question. J&J, love the podcast. Had a great time seeing Jared live in Hartford. Please come back soon. I will. My boyfriend and I have been dating for a year and a half, and last weekend he went out of state for a bachelor party. Love when they start like this. (laughs) Here we go. (laughs) And off we go. Yeah, this is going to be good. Um, My boyfriend knows that I'm not the biggest fan of strip clubs, but we never really talked about what would happen if he ended up at a strip club. When he came back from his trip, we were trying to figure out where to go for lunch, and he asked me to look up the closest restaurant nearby on his phone. Uh Uh-oh. Mistake number two. As I opened the browser, I couldn't help but notice. (laughs) I would carry Bradshaw over here. (laughs) Couldn't help but... I couldn't help but wonder. Yeah. The last thing searched was... How to delete a Venmo transaction. That is so funny. Men are so stupid. I mean, (laughs) I was half expecting it to say, how to get to nearest strip club. (laughs) How to unpay for a lap dance. (laughs) How to suck on a random woman's nipple after you've put a dollar on her lap. Oh my God. (laughs) When I asked him why he was looking up how to delete a Venmo transaction, he simply said he was curious. As if he wasn't, as if the first thing wasn't dumb enough. Yeah. (laughs) At that point. That's what's more annoying to me about this. It's like you not only are stupid, but now you're trying to make it like I'm stupid enough to believe this. Yeah. (laughs) I'm not. Yeah. You're dumber than me. Right. You, know, yes. like, you don't even know how to make a private Venmo transaction. You're insulting my intelligence yeah. by, by by saying you were just curious. Oh, just had a thought. Oh my God. Nothing really preceded the thought. Yeah. Every thought is preceded by another thought. Yeah. I hate when people do that. I didn't really believe his first response. Oh, really? So I asked him again while we were at lunch. He then hesitantly told me that he had used Venmo to pay for strippers and that he didn't want to, quote unquote, Ruin the mood. So he was going to try and avoid the conversation. He told me that he wished he had closed out the tab and that I shouldn't be upset over such a little white lie. I can get over him buying strippers for a bachelor party, but I can't help but feel betrayed and like he broke my trust in him. 
If he is lying about this, then what else has he kept from me? I would love both of your input on this. What else could he be hiding if he doesn't feel comfortable telling me this? How do I regain my trust in him? Lastly, how do I make him feel comfortable having these hard conversations with me? I understand these types of things are hard to talk about, but shouldn't we feel comfortable telling each other everything? Sincerely, stripped of trust. What do we think? Okay. So I don't think you need to tell each other everything. Mm. But there's a difference between lying and like actively trying to cover something up and mm-hmm. like not revealing certain information, in my opinion. Explain that. Like, hey, what I find what he was doing is he was actively trying to hide something. And mm-hmm. there's a difference between saying like, oh, we were at the... She come, he comes back. She asks how the weekend was. She go, she, he says, oh, you know, we went to a strip club. And then, like, maybe he did get a lap dance. And maybe he doesn't have to mention that, mm-hmm. especially if it was kind of innocent. Like, fine. He doesn't mention it. But if she asked, I think he should tell her the truth. Mm. And I think that is different than, like, I'm purposely going out of the way to hide everything that I'm... And then I'm also lying to you when you ask me about my attempts to cover it up. So mm. that's what I think is, like, the, the cover-up being worse than the crime. But I don't think that you need to like say, I think if you if you went to a bar on a bachelor party and you were speaking to someone of the opposite sex casually, mm. I wouldn't include that in the recap of my weekend if it mm. didn't if that was like very innocent and completely un, like it would be unnecessary to mention that. Yeah. I'm with you. I agree with As every, an example. Yeah, I agree with everything you say like the the differences in this I guess the what I'm kind of stuck on is even before, why is he lying? Right. Why well, is he saying. covering that's up? And I, and I would say he doesn't believe that she can handle the idea of him at a strip club. Or he did something worse than that would be my thought. Interesting. I, mean, I, would, I would have an issue. I would be like, why is, if it was so innocent, why would he need to like, Hide it. Well, hide she's it. already said before that strip clubs are a problem for her. She said, I'm not the biggest fan. If I who was the biggest who was well, the biggest fan? I would love I've never said to Mike, I would love this weekend if you could just get in your time at the strip club because I know that you they would just be great for I'm a, the biggest fan of you going well, to a strip club. I would say if you say you're not the biggest fan, that means you hate them. I guess. I, I mean, if I went on, if I went on a well, bachelor party. She didn't say party, I'm morally opposed to strip clubs. She didn't say that, but I, I think if I was going on a bachelor party okay. and I was dating someone, they're like, what are you going to do? I'd be like, I don't know, probably a strip club, probably go to dinner and probably, like it wouldn't even be, I would just say it. Okay. And I, it, it is interesting. This strikes me as young. What if it was like, what if you were a lap dance, for example? Yeah, I might get one. Right. I, and I, and I would or have to if trust. If you came back and you, they were, she was like, how was the weekend? And you were like, I went to the strip. Would you say that you got the lap dance? No. Right. That, unless no, no, she, if she but, asked, you would say it. But, but if you, right. I, yeah. But I, I think that I would also trust that. What did you do at the strip club? I go, we actually all got uh, lap dances. And <laughs> we had lunch. <laughs> yeah, we had lunch. We hung out, <laughs> made new friends. We're all part of a, you know, a knitting group now. Right. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know. It's, um, I'm trying to think of like what, you know, I do understand where it's like I don't want to, I don't want to rattle this cage of a relationship. I do understand yeah. that. Well, that's sentiment. why. I, that's yeah. what I'm saying. I understand him not being like, oh, we went to the strip club and we got lap dances and like in this, in his full recap. But 
I think the act of deleting the transaction mm-hmm. when again he could have just made it private. Um, yeah, well, the, the stupidity is a that's what I'm bigger saying. problem. Maybe my, my bigger issue is that I was dating someone just not that bright. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I, 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 he's hiding it because he knows she's bothered by it. Right. So, and I'm not trying to like place blame on her. I'm just saying like everything there's cause and effect. Yeah. You know, if she had said I got he got back. It, to me, there's a subtle difference. If he had gotten back from the uh, the bachelor party and they were like, and she was like, "What'd you do?" Went to dinner and he left out. Went to the strip club. Yeah. And then later she found how to delete. Yeah. Like I would be like more. Yeah, this guy's. A, I'd be like, oh, what else is he lying about? Okay. Because he didn't have to. The idea that this she goes, he knows I'm not the biggest fan of strip clubs, so he's like, okay. I know that this thing is going to upset this person that I love and like or whatever space we're at. I'm better off without this. To me, there's a, there isn't bigger things at play. You know, when she's like, what else is he lying about? Like to me, when you say, when you have these, like, you know, these, these rules about strip clubs, it's like, you know, and rules, if you're like, I hate porn. Yeah. You know, I would be like, well, I'm just going to like, I, well, you'd probably be like, well, I'm, you know, I, I'm not going to talk. I won't talk about it in yeah. front of you, but like, I'm yeah. watch it in bed. But like, I'm not going to watch it. Negative. Oh, look at it. Right. She looks great. Doesn't she? Yeah. yeah. But like, that's what I'm saying. Like, you don't, if someone, if, if I went to a bachelorette and like, I wouldn't come home and expect Mike to be like, yeah, I was masturbating all week, all weekend. It was, it was the best <laughs> weekend. I'd be like, it's okay to omit those things. But to me also, the other thing that annoyed me about this guy in particular yeah. was that when she said, why are you like lying? He was like, you shouldn't care about a little white lie. Like that to me was almost yeah. the most annoying thing in this thing. Like what he should have done at that point in my mind would have been like, okay, like I'm sorry. Like I, uh, you know, I just lied to you for like second. Like I was kind of panicking that you would be really upset with me. And like, we did go to this strip club and I just really didn't want to like upset you, but obviously like nothing actually happened. And mm. this was my really shitty attempt to cover it up. And I would respect that. I'd be yeah. like, okay, you're a little, and then I would say, just so you know, like you can, it's like, obviously I'm not the biggest fan of strip clubs, but if you, if that's something that you wind up doing, like you could just tell me and it's fine. I'm not going to like freak out. It's just not something I like love. Yeah. Well, that's, that's my, I, I guess that's where I, I side with him a little bit. Where it's like you knew that this was a problem that you didn't have to have. But he made it a bigger problem. He I did, think, yeah. The way he, he handled it. The way he handled it is bad. But, I, I, but even her question. If you wanted to keep the transaction private and go and not mention it, not my favorite thing, but mm. like, fine, I guess. But him, for him to say like, you shouldn't be upset because it was just a white lie, I'd be like, okay, so you're clearly consistently telling me white lies. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, I think he should be... You've established that it's okay. Right, to, to not tell me things you think sure. you think were, are not in my best interest to know, which is not the kind of relationship that I would want to have. Yeah. And then I, I guess my feedback for her is like, how many rules do you have? Right. You know, because, I again, I don't want to keep going back to this initial thing of he knows you don't like it going in. Okay. Okay. But then in her questions, if he's lying about it, she, she can't then say, um, I shouldn't be upset over a little white. No, that I agree with you. That's a bad way to go. 
I, she can't then say, I can get over him buying strippers for a bachelor party, but I can't help but feel betrayed. You know, like, I, she can't just subtly get rid of this past resume she has of hating strip clubs. But I still, don't, I still think she's entitled to feel betrayed. She's entitled to feel betrayed because I, I agree. But you can't say, I can get over that thing. Well, he thought you couldn't. That's why he hit it. Well, that's a bigger that's issue a bigger for the issue. two of you to discuss out yes. loud why maybe like certain things upset you. But I think it's also okay to have certain things that you don't like, but also the other person does them. Like that happens in a relationship mm -hmm. all the time. Like there's certain things that I do that Mike's like, I, you know, I don't really like that. I'm kind of like, well, that's kind of what I do. And it's, but, you know what I mean? And maybe I would, and I, I think I've discussed this on like a back for seconds episode, potentially about Botox where I'm like, yeah. well, that's what I'm going to do. And like, I'm not going to come home and tell you about all the details of it. Cause you don't like love hearing about it, mm -hmm. but I'm not going to not do it. Cause this is like what I want to do. And I, I, I could either tell you or not tell you. And if it seems like you'd rather know, so I'll tell you. Mm. Well, that's you trusting that Mike can handle you and information about you. Yeah. You trust his emotional state. Yeah. It sounds like this guy doesn't even trust her state. Well, he, or he just doesn't want to deal with it. Doesn't even, if it's, even if it's leaning negative, he's like, I'd rather just not do anything that leans negative to give her any information that leans negative. Totally. And, and that's problem. that's problemsome. Is that, am I saying a problemsome? Problem? Troublesome. Troublesome. Yeah. That's an issue. <laughs> <laughs> um, because one, you're either not talking. Right. Like what you you're just. You're not being honest. You're not being honest. What you, you're avoiding any right. confrontation. What you just talked about with Mike, mm -hmm. that's like a healthy relationship. I'm yeah, doing this. Deal with it. We're going to have an uncomfortable moment. Yeah. But boom, boom, boom. And I mean, that's sort of the price you pay for having a more intimate relationship is having moments where like you don't agree. And yeah. how you deal with those, because there's going to be some things in every relationship that you fundamentally just have different opinions on it. Does it mean you have to break up? Depends what the issue is. Yes. Maybe. <laughs> well, it's like, does he avoid this at every turn? Right. Or when you guys get in arguments, is it a seven day adventure? That's another. That's another. About, right? So it both come into play. Right. But I'm willing to bet that if he came to her after this weekend and was like, hey, I know you don't like strip yeah. clubs. We were all, everyone was going to one and like, you know, I kind of wanted to just do what everyone else was doing. Sure. So I went to one and I wound up paying for the lap dances <laughs> just, you know, for the points. Yeah. Duh. Um, <laughs> and I just wanted to let you know, and I know it's not your favorite thing, but I, I feel like you'd probably prefer if I tell you than not tell you. So this, I, I have a feeling she'd be like maybe a little annoyed, but she'd get over it. That's, that's what we, we don't I know. Feeling. I yeah. Listen, I, I, She's writing in so we can only speak to her. Well, you that's know? what she wrote in. I would be like, he did everything he was supposed to do. Yeah. Like the, in the court of Judge J&J, &J, I yes. would be like, he wins. Because he went about it in such a weird kind of like- Sketchy way. Sketchy, yeah. cover-up-y way. That's what makes me think like, again, there's some deeper issue in their relationship that they need to overcome about the way that they handle disagreements. Yeah. Or or differences of opinion about certain things. Or again, I just I just didn't like that he was like- don't be upset. It's a white. It's a white lie. Don't care. I'm with you. I I agree with that. I just you, we have to take into you know because that would really annoy me if I wasn't annoyed before. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm trying to think like because I am an avoider. Mm -hmm. Like I, I, this is not something. This isn't how I would react, but it is something that I'd be like. 
I know that in past relationships, I've done the thing where I'm like, ah, oh, this is going to cause me trouble. Let's just not go down right. this road. I can see, I think that there is a sense of choosing your battles. And I yes. think that that's fair. And I think that's like, it's not like you can make, you, I don't think you can say that I, I would do the same thing in every single scenario. Right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because there's, there's a range of things that could bother you or bother the other person. And it's on a scale of like, doesn't matter that much in the long run. So I'm not going to even like bring it up. You know what I mean? Like if my mom made a comment about someone I was dating, I wouldn't feel the need to tell them. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? But if it's something that's like, that's why I think it's a, it's a scale. So when would, so I guess the question would be knowing that you don't like strip clubs. Let's say in this sure. scenario. Yeah. I I lo- I am a huge strip club enthusiast. Yes, <laughs> unlike no, everyone knows. Unlike this most about you, girls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you're a cool girl. Um, when how would be is the right way to communicate it to you that something you don't like has happened? Mm-hmm. Is it in the moment it's happening? No. Does this? Yeah. Right. So right. I'm like, <laughs> I'm wondering when does this guy bring it up to you know like in the the best way possible? I you know in my personal opinion would be like. If I was, go- I guess, going into a uh, bachelor party weekend, if I was questioned on strip clubs, I would go, yeah, if we go, we go. Right. You know, I would just say it. Yeah. But this guy, knowing. No, she- it's, ha- it's happened already. It's happened already. Do you text right. it from the, the I'd bachelor party? I was speaking to them either on the phone or in person. Okay. And I'd say. Just want to get ahead of this. Right. Is that kind of the way to go? Just want to get ahead of this sounds like there's more to come. <laughs> like there's going to be a press release. I would just say like. Hey, Dumois was seen around the bachelor party. Right? And your friends are going to know. I mean, that's yeah. what just, I just want to get ahead of. That would, that would be like, what is, what has he done? Yeah. I think it would be more like, hey, like, so we know we wound up going to the strip club. I know it's not your favorite thing. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be like overly apologetic because I don't think he did anything wrong. But just say like, we wound up going. I know it's not your favorite thing. I wanted to just give you a heads up because. Um, I know that bothers you, mm-hmm. but I did it. So Sorry. just going to, yeah, I guess that's, you know, that takes a level of confidence too. Yeah. That takes a lot, you know, from his end, that takes a level of like trusting that you're going to like offer redemption. What do you mean? Like I've done something that you find right. off putting, but yeah. I, I, I know you care about me enough and see the good in me. Yeah. You know, I think that these are things, the reason I'm, we're mean, playing this out is I, I'm like, I want her to hear like what is going through his head. Yeah. You know, the, I don't know if there's I don't think he's bigger right, fish though, to fry. So. He's not I'm right. Not, I, I, not I mean, right. I'm saying like if they're going to work this out. Right. That's how the conversations have to go when something happens. That's And I mean, yes. it's funny because we're kind of out of this. But back in like COVID situations, um, we'd have like a similar kind of discussion about like mask wearing where he'd mm-hmm. be like, did you wear your mask when you went out? I'd be like not did you eat inside i'm like sure not real i mean yeah i did like i'm sorry like i i don't know what, like if you were gonna ask me i'll tell you and he's not like mad he's just like uh tisk tisk. yeah you know what i mean it's not like you can dip you can have a difference of opinion on things mm-hmm. as long as someone's not if it's not your hill to die on but the, but you trusted him to go tisk tisk, but also go i don't hate you right you know yeah. and and well, i think the you know Again, what you, the point you bring up is is very true. The if he doesn't care about any white lies, then they're all there's maybe a bunch of white lies. Right. But but I think also like if they're trying to work it out, okay, this might have been his thought process going in, where it's like, hey, why don't you just come up to me and tell me these things? 
You know, like, right. you know, I might be a tough conversation, but also it's a way of me getting to know you more. Yeah. It's a way of me understanding how you act on a group trip where if someone, you know, if a friend wants to go on a strip club, there's a story behind every strip club, you know, like. The, Don't you want to hear the story? Right? <laughs> well, to- I remember I was on a bachelor party once and there was a guy there that like had to go. In a way that I was like, ugh, like I don't want to go. Like yeah. I, I was, I remember I was on this bachelor party. I was single, and I'm like, and this guy just kept going. We gotta go to the strip club. We gotta. Go and I was like, I want to talk to like, you know, people that you know that I, I could hypothetically like hook up Dave, with. You right, know, like, yeah. you know, like I. Well, no, I don't want to go. And he kept bringing it up. He kept bringing it up. And then finally we went, and it was like. Right. I remember it was like a Hearing buddy. that story would be nice. Right? Like, you know yeah. I'm saying? There's a story behind everything. Or maybe he's the guy that's like, we gotta fucking go. <laughs> you don't know. But yeah, her not being into it probably made him more more that guy. Well, it's like, you know, no drinking in my house. Yeah. You know, they're drinking like but, crazy. And here's the thing. If it's such a big issue for her mm-hmm. that he can't go and he wants to go anyway, then maybe they're not a match. They're not. That's, well, that's the, the bigger. Thing. That's it's the, like, yeah. that's why it's a spectrum of how much it means to you versus how much it means to the other person. If it means enough for it to her that she's like, I cannot date anyone who goes to strip clubs. And it means enough to him to say, I will, I'm, I won't give up strip mm. clubs for someone I'm dating. They're not a match. And that the only way you can figure that out is if you're honest with each other. I listen, I, I, every bachelor party has strip club guy. And if he's a strip club guy, it's probably not going to work. Oh, uh, I always think of the person they're dating. I, I don't know. I'm like, and that's not to say, I don't think strip clubs are a evil, horrible thing. Right. I think it's more it's just a like fine business. you need to be there. It's, it's this pushing everybody. It's like, come on, you go alone. Right. <laughs> like, I don't know. I, I don't need to go. I don't want to go. I, and if you want to go, that's fine. If that's the trip's plan, but there's always that guy. And it's like, yeah, he might be strip club guy. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, now I'm Jordan like, like, my dating strip? No. <laughs> I don't think so, but I'll, I'll I never know. I don't think so either. You I'll never, never know. know. Yeah. Listen, let's play some games with Rebel Wilson. I can't wait. All right. We'll be right back. You know that feeling when you're going on your first date with the person you've been seriously crushing on and realize you have absolutely nothing to wear? Maybe you find yourself wishing you had the perfect pair of jeans, the one you can fancy up, fancy down, and just look better every time you wear them. Well, that's why you need to check out Lee Denim. I love Lee Denim. I'm wearing them today in the office. I'm wearing their jeans. I love, they also have this other pair that I have at home that I'm really excited to wear. It's like a little baggier, but it's still so comfortable. And yet it's still so flattering. I don't know how they do it. Every time you wash it, they also look even better. And I love that they flatter every body type. Denim trends come and go, but Lee is legendary for creating denim cuts that fit your body. Their denim gets better with age and their classics fit into every look. Lee's denim jacket is the one to reach for without fail. A classic. The Ryder jean jacket is the OG, what every other brand has copied for decades. Everyone is an icon in their own right, and Lee makes denim so people can own their style and feel good in their clothes. Their spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. You can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com. That's lee.com to shop spring looks now. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. What I love about Shopify is basically how no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. I know we use Shopify here at Betches 
And honestly, anyone with any kind of business could really benefit from Shopify. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklyn, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash betches, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash betches now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash betches. Hey, guys. Hello. Hey. How are you? Hi, I'm great. How are you guys? I I hear your voices, but I don't know. I've never like seen you in real life, so that this is awesome. Hold on, this is awesome for us. We saw in an interview that you were a fan of this podcast. It was like the biggest day we've ever had here. Jared, I'm also a subscriber. Come oh my on. god! Wow. I get the Sunday Stop. special episodes. Stop it! It's oh my god! When I read that you listened to our podcast, it was like the greatest moment of my entire career. What? <laughs> You're like. Um, it came out it was of so nowhere. cool. Like the idea that you listen to us and we're nobody. I can show you on my phone. Yeah, I can show you. Your own How mind. did you find the show, Rebel? If you don't mind me asking, I mean, like we're like this is like a huge day for us. Well, like I was always interested in. Um, yeah. Oh wait. Okay, I'll show you on the. Yeah, I was just listening to the oh Jared Matchmaker one. Oh you're, on, my. you're on my first one. Look. This is that's crazy. incredible. Incredible. I can't okay, tell you. I'll we're so thankful. Down. Thank you. Okay. Well, I think. I don't know. Okay. When I was, I'm trying to think what year it was. I think it was like 2019. I did this experiment called year of love where I just went out with anybody. I needed to have more dating experience. I'm someone like I didn't in my twenties, I didn't date at all because I was just like focused on like making it as an actress mm. and, it, and it needed like it. <laughs> <What>? mission accomplished. <laughs> it seems like. Yeah, I know. Like it worked, Jordana. Yeah. Um, but the problem is I felt like compared to a normal person my age, I wasn't that experienced um, in, in dating and relationships. So I like would just like seek out podcasts and stuff that were interesting to me and, and talking about that. And then and you guys like um, and I like I have a place here in New York and 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 I like I, but I never dated in New York. And so like I think that's why I started started listening to it at first. So and just like get tips <laughs> how, so in that year of love how would you meet people like you you, you know how did you go about um, did you go on apps yeah it was like sometimes i was on that app um raya mm -hmm. and then um but i think i couldn't really go on other apps i don't think it would have been a bit, a bit too weird um and then and then just like in real life like friends setups or um or different things and i think i went out with about 50 people like in that one year, but it was more like some of them were just like one date and then you're like, oh no. <laughs> but, but I deliberately wanted to push myself and, and date a whole bunch of people and, and to get that experience, which I know is in, in itself is not normal, but to me it actually really helped me in finding like what I, what I was liked and what I didn't like. And, and it was just like, and it was a fun thing. And I don't think anybody 
got hurt by it or anything. It was just like, and nobody else knew, just me and my close friends knew. It's not like I told people, oh, anyone who asked me out on a date, I'll go out with them. It was more just like I, I secretly knew. If anyone asked me, I go, yeah, I'm like, yes, okay. So you said no to no one? No, yeah, nobody. I went out, I went out with a few, like, but it was weird. Like I did went on some dates with some billionaires and then also with, like, some people that had nothing. Uh, like it was a whole right. There was the full spectrum of people. That's kind of incredible. I feel like everyone should do that to figure out like what they're looking for. Cause sometimes you think you know what you're looking for and you actually don't. I think it's the most normal thing in the world. You say it's not normal. I, I, I agree with it. You're getting reps. Yeah. I was like, cause I really, yeah, I just felt like, Oh God, for a woman my age. And at that point I was like 39 and I was like, you know, I really wanted a relationship, but I didn't know you like, I'd, I'd only had a few small relationships. And so I was like, I'm going to just get more practice in, in dating. And then my friend is also like a, he's like a dating and love expert, Matthew Hussey. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, and like, and I'd ask for his advice and, and stuff and just like, yeah, but it was really good. Like you really, really learn a lot. They don't teach you that stuff at school or. They don't. You know, and what I, I mean, I always say that too. It's like, everyone assumes that like it, dating is just the most natural thing when and being in a relationship or just like oh once it happens like I'll know what to do and I think a lot of the time like what that's the only thing that people just assume they'll be good at no one just like goes skiing and just assumes they're going to be great at yeah. it immediately. <laughs> I know and I also will say Jordana like it's different Australia compared to um America um because in Australia dating is not really a thing in a way it's like if you like someone and then suddenly you just together like first for example like you'd never date multiple people at the same time in Australia that's not really a thing whereas I noticed in Los Angeles that is a thing like mm. people I can date multiple people so there was like there's like some uh, maybe it was a bit cultural as as well because dating isn't such a big thing in Australia well Which, I mean I mean in Australia is it more like you know dating versus hooking up or kind of like separated is that kind of what it is it's more like because I'm assuming people fancy, are having casual. If you fancy somebody, it's almost like you're in a thing mm. instantly and then you just see how it goes with that person. And then if it doesn't work out, it doesn't. But it's like the thing about going on a date or whatever, it's much more casual or something. Like, I don't know, like um, I guess I'm, t- I'm like totally stereotyping. But, yeah, in Australia it's like dating is not such a big thing. It's almost like you're in a relationship or you're not. That it's, sounds it's kind big. of incredible. <laughs> Someone who struggled yeah, yeah, with dating, right? It's not like people date around or thing like, but, you know. Was your my, year maybe it was my gang or something? Uh, people, but yeah. Was your year of love in Australia or in the, the United no, States? No, it was mainly in America. Yeah. And are you yeah, seeing anyone? In lots of different cities, I had to get around. Wait, you went to different cities? Yeah. So wait, if some guy in some city was like, "Let's go out," you would go. Yeah, yeah, What's I the, would. What was but, the weirdest place? Oh, uh, I'm trying to think. Maybe oh, I'm in San Diego, but that wasn't that weird. Mm. Um, but it was mainly LA and New York, and then and then a little bit in Europe. Um, but maybe so, was it Iceland? There could have been one in Iceland. I'm trying to remember now. I heard everyone in Iceland is related to each other. On the date. <laughs> <laughs> You went oh, out yeah. with someone's cousin, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So did, does this include this year of love? Did it include anyone who even just like slid into your DMs? Or you don't, you don't remember Oh, those? the one thing, no, I didn't look in the DMs. Okay. Never. Because if I did, I'd get people from prison. <laughs> 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 I wasn't going to go into any prison. No. I think that's fair. Uh, yeah. yeah. 
No, that's the one thing I don't actually look at DMs because, like, that so just that's why she's the whole. Yeah, the whole <laughs> we've been writing to you for years, thanking you for being a fan of this podcast. We we're like, why won't oh, she answer? No, I wouldn't yeah. have seen it. I wouldn't have seen it. <laughs> Did, are you seeing anyone now? What's the what's going on in your love life? Yeah, so now happily in a relationship, and oh, amazing. How so, did you, and is that from the 50 dates or is it kind no, of, that was a, a, a no. how did that come together? No, the, 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 well, the sad part is that the year of love didn't end up in love. <laughs> well, well you learned. In, yes. And I love myself and like, you know, and I learned, you know, I learned, I learned just, you know, I can get out there and put myself out there. And now I know like I'm, I'm an actress and, you know, people probably maybe assume you're more confident than what you actually, actually are and in, in real life. And so, so I just, you know, learn a bit more self-confidence and, you know, so you don't feel I, like I now would not feel awkward at all on a date after, after doing that experiment. But before I, you know, you get a bit anxious or something meeting somebody new in a romantic kind of setting, you get a bit anxious. Totally. But now I would say the best part of being in a relationship is never having to meet anyone ever again. <laughs> yeah. Personally. <laughs> no new friends. Yeah. Exactly. That's, Where did you yeah. meet your current partner? Uh, set up. It was a friend set up uh, because I was, I, I still was on and off on that uh, Raya app, but um, yeah, no, this was a friend set up and he'd known both of us. Um, for like at least five years each and was like, yeah, I think you two would hit it off. And then we did. Those are the yeah. best type of meetings. That's what that. everyone yes. wants. But also yeah. it's nice what you said just now, like, you know, he knew they knew us both for five years. Yeah. You yeah. know, like it, it was a trusted, you know, uh, referral, so to speak. Yeah. And I think, Jared, that escalates things quicker because it's from a trusted source. So then you're like, okay, yeah. Okay, I can I can trust this this person that they're a legit. They are who they say they are, which is something on the apps you don't really know. Well, um, also, then, you're you're a super famous person. I would imagine there's like there's a level of you know comfort comfort yeah, yeah to have with someone new in your life. You know what are they coming here for? What's what what's what's going on? You know? Yeah. So it's kind of like because I remember the the last person I went out with on the app. I did get the FBI to like check them out. <laughs> yeah. Just to make sure like, yeah. like they were, that there was nothing. And there was actually something in their past. Come on. What was yeah. it? You yeah. Yeah. It was an assault charge. Okay. So I was like, you know what? You had maybe, the FBI? Yeah. The FBI told me all the information. <laughs> <laughs> that's a, that's a wow. celebrity perk. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. It is, it is, Every celebrity has a phone with the FBI, just a button. I shouldn't be adding them, but they offered. They offered if I ever needed, yeah. a, you know, background check on somebody, they offered to do it. And I was like, it was only the one time I've done this, but I just sensed something wasn't right. And and because when you meet someone off an app, you don't have a mutual circle of, you know, you know, you don't know people in common with them or anything, yeah. so you can't ask anybody. So I just asked the FBI. It sounds <laughs> like you you use that power for good. Like I would use it for a guy that I really like to be like, who is he seeing tonight? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. They give you they give you their address and stuff. Oh my like, god! Great. I would do like a stakeout yeah, or something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you go on Google Maps, and so you can see where they live and whatever. See when so, they leave the house. Can you tap their phone? Because that will the FBI help you tap their phone? Like right? no, <laughs> For I think they go that <laughs> Well, listen, we're so happy you're here, and again, thank you for listening. This is such a cool. Oh no worries. It, it, it is like the coolest thing in the world to both of us when we saw. And it was so, it was like in an interview you did, they're like, what podcast do you like? And we're like, 
what? Oh my you know, god! Like yeah, so it was. But I like the stuff you guys talk about, and you know, like you talk about the Bachelor, Bachelorette, and stuff, in which I also watch those shows, and you know, things like that. And um, yeah, and, but I just, you know, when you're with your friends, and I always love talking about their their relationships or their dating, and of course, you know, and trying to help people. I, you know, I also like trying to match make people as well like I uh, always like well, what are you looking for and then I have a think and I go do I know anybody that could that's the best I yeah. mean this show yeah. is about the commiseration you know the this this is the virtual brunch right. table we sit at and yeah. especially when you meet someone through a setup you kind of feel like this like pay it forward kind of feeling of like this made me so happy like how can I like give someone else this yeah this gift I totally and- feel that yeah, and then a friend of mine, I was having lunch and then we're trying to set up our other friend. I'm like, you can't give her anyone dodgy. Mm. Like, they've got to be, like, a good person, and, you know. And uh, so it's like you you can look after your friends in that way. And you're like, here's the number for the FBI. <laughs> yeah, here's yeah. the number. They can do a full background. <laughs> they got you. Um, they even, the FBI even knows if they've liked weird things on social media and stuff. Really? Oh, wow. Oh, my God. Oh, you better I watch yourself. I better watch out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Oh, they've they're like Jared's like seven thousand butt models this month. Um, it's in your report. I like that Rebel Keys getting started. No, it's it's there. It's it's way you have a full dossier. Now, uh Rebel the movie is coming yes. out this uh on Friday. It's called oh, yeah. Senior the, Year. The trailer looks so funny. I can't wait to watch it. It's uh. It's very cool. And it's also like, I, you know, we're all around the same age. Like, I feel like anyone that listens to this podcast, if you're in kind of our, you know, era is going to love it because it's, you know, yeah. it's about you going back and redoing senior year later in life. Yeah, so I in in the movie, like my character Stephanie is a cheerleader, and in a cheer stunt gone wrong, I fall on my head and go into a coma for twenty years, and then come back. And so, kind of, uh, yeah, I was kind of like graduating high school in like the late nineties, early two thousands, and then and I come back now in, in twenty twenty two, and and it's very different. Like high school is is very different to what it was, but it was so fun. Like to me, I love those movies, like Bring It On or Never Being Kissed. Mm-hmm. And like, and like, this is kind of like an amalgamation of, of those movies. And, um, and it was re- so fun to shoot and like to go back to an actual, to a high school in Atlanta where we shot it and, and like, and like wear a cheerleading uniform, which I never had, but like, it was like always my dream. <laughs> I never would have been chosen in real life to be a cheerleader. Like I'm like too solid or something. Um, and I also can't do flips, but um, I I just loved it. Like anytime I got to wear that cheerleading uniform, I was like, yes, yes, yes. And just walking around loving it. Uh, but I, it was just like, oh, I don't know. The movie's, the movie's so fun. And I think it's a cool concept. Like it's a really cool. So like people like it who are our age and then also who are like Gen Z, who are the kids. Um, and there's a lot of great kids in the, in the movie. Um, and they're so funny. And I'm like, how are they funny and this talented at, like 17 I don't know how um but they're <laughs> but they're awesome um and so it kind of gets gets the teens and it's also for our age but also anyone in between seems to be loving it as well and it must have been very nostalgic like I, even in the trailer you could see like all the references to like Madonna versus Lady Gaga and all that stuff it was like it must have been just fun in that way too yeah and it was funny like as a comedian to play um like the differences between like words you can't say now and 
I, I had a scene that was deleted from the finished film because we just had too much good stuff, but it was like my character thought it would be really cool to have a Michael Jackson-themed birthday because <laughs> she didn't know, like, what had happened in the past 20 years and, like, there's a whole scene about that. And so there's really good with with humour and my mate um, Brandon Scott Jones wrote it. He, he's on that CBS show Ghosts right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's a really funny guy and, and to, like, uh, to play with a lot of the humour about uh, you know the mentality because now it's so woke and inclusive but to play with the mentality of what it was like 20 years ago at high school where my character's from i love it everyone should go watch it it's on netflix this friday it comes out uh we, we this is coming out on wednesday so you know put it in the queue set yeah. your netflix up get it ready it's a friday night you know saturday night sunday morning when you're hungover you know, put it on. <laughs> any time of the weekend. Any time. Right. Yeah, I think it fits yeah. any time of the, of the weekend. So Monday even, Monday. Monday, you could do a Monday, yeah. Don't go to work. Yeah. Just so take it. the edge off. Take the watch edge off. Yeah, yeah, take a morning off and whatever. But listen, Rebel, we want to play Red Flag Deal Breaker. We don't even need to okay, explain it great. to you because you're a listener of the show. Yeah, you know the game. I know, I know the rules, guys. Let's yeah. do it. Okay, go do ahead. Ever, do you ever disagree with us on our takes and... I mean, you guys give pretty solid advice, I will say. I'll take so, it. <laughs> Thank you. Let's That's take that clip ultimate- and that will be in the commercial for the podcast. <laughs> Rebel yeah, Wilson, right. you guys give pretty <laughs> solid advice. That's Pretty, pretty solid, yeah. <laughs> Nothing like a compliment to get you going. Okay, good. Uh, okay. Let's do it. You <laughs> All ready? right, I'll do the first one. Red flag or deal breaker, they stick around town after a wedding for a full week and expect to be entertained by the new couple. I was chatting with a guy on the app with plans to meet up after he got back from a week-long trip to San Diego for an old friend's wedding that he was not a groomsman for. Come to find out, he was the only guest to stick around and he expected the newlywed couple to entertain him for the full week he was there. He even rescheduled his ticket to come back earlier than he planned because they wanted to do, quote-unquote, too many boring couple things. I was absolutely horrified that a 30-year-old lacked so much self-awareness that he thought a newlywed couple would want to spend their first week of marriage entertaining a friend who wasn't even close enough to be a groomsman and made an excuse to bail on our planned date. What do we think? Sticks around after the wedding. Like, it's a little odd. It's a lot odd. For a week? My friend friend Adam Devine got married and, you know, I I left the next day. Yeah. I I didn't hang around. Stick around for the brunch, maybe. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, like there was a brunch the next day, and then you, then we all got on the plane back. Um, (laughs) Oh, it's a bit odd. Like it is a bit odd. Why would somebody think if somebody's getting married, they're gonna want to have couple time? So I don't know. Also, you'd be dating this horrific person. Lack of self awareness. Yeah, that does this for all of you. Don't want to be dating the person that's known as last person at the party person. Yeah, for a week. For a week. (laughs) Yeah, that's crazy. I was telling Jared before this, I actually, I was kind of mortified when I read this because it brought me back to one of my best friend's weddings where I had the couple drive me home from the wedding. Ow. <laughs> I was the maid of honor. So I feel okay. like. Um, oh, well, then you're special. I, mean, yeah. I felt weird about it. And I felt weird about it at the time. And now I feel even weirder. After we, you need to text this person. Was it weird? I have a weird question. Was it weird yeah, it when weird. I took, yeah. did you think it was odd that I took the car home with you after the wedding? I, I want an honest answer. You should get that. We, we need I don't want to, wanna, I kind of don't want to know, but like I do, <laughs> you know what I'm like going to make myself yeah. cringe at my own behavior, but it was, it was kind of far away and there was just like no room in the other person's car. And I was like, Oh, what time are you leaving? It was the next day. 
Oh, it was the next day, so it wasn't like right after. The no, wedding. okay, it wasn't yeah, their wedding night. Oh, I thought it was their wedding night. Oh no, it was the next day. Oh, that's okay. That's okay. I think Sean's I think like, the no. wedding night, Jordana. I think you'd be wedding yeah. night, and I think that. Hey, like, what are you guys doing late night? <laughs> yeah, hey, you guys yeah. want to go to your room and just have some drinks and hang? You guys don't want to like fuck or anything. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's do another. You ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Okay. He's made multiple love playlists for different girls throughout the years, including one for you. Context. I've been talking to this guy on and off for two years, and one of the ways we really connect is music. He's made me many Spotify playlists of romantic love songs that we have listened to together and included some new ones. I thought this was so romantic and sweet, I would listen to them over and over again until I recently clicked on his profile. I found out he has a lot of playlists for different women, three to five, which made it feel less special. And when I click to see these songs on the other playlists, a lot of them are the ones on my playlist. <laughs> They're luckily all in the past, but I can't help but feel like I'm just another victim waiting to be a past playlist. Red Bull Wilson, what do we think? Okay. How does she know that, like, these playlists have been sent to other people? Like, did she look on his, like, Apple Music or something and it's got, like, Becca's playlist, Sarah's playlist or, like. It's, yeah, it sounds like Sarah. she went to his, his Spotify and there's, like, different names for different people, yeah. right, I'm assuming? That's what it sounds like. That, that, that's a bit weird. I mean, I get the point about you connect over music because, um, yeah, my partner and I, like, send each other song. I did it actually this morning. Just just one song, though, not a whole playlist. Mm-hmm. Just a yeah. song that yeah. I thought would brighten their morning. Well, and, um, <laughs> and, like. Oh, play, <laughs> the, play, the, play, the, play the, aw, we have to play that. Uh, <laughs> the studio audience, aw. It's so cute. Um, so I get how music can connect you, and sometimes it's really nice um you know to to send a song or two but i've never sent a whole playlist though um so i get but i get how music connects you but i think uh i don't know it's a bit odd that that's that might be their thing you know how some people like that they'll send if you're dating someone they send you like this video of them at the beach but then you and you thought it was just for you and then you realize they've sent it to like six people it's like in his bag of tricks yeah, it's yeah. A Snapchat. Yeah, and when I saw that Tinder swindler documentary, that's what that guy did. Would send the same video to multiple with his people. enemies. So that's obviously a dodgy move. So I don't. Oh, I don't know. It'd be a bit of a like definitely a red flag. See, to me, uh, I, I think it's also like it's a little bit of a turnoff. Like, yeah, it, no, it, the it, fact that he didn't cover his honestly, not the fact that he did it, not even that much of a turnoff. More of a turnoff that he didn't cover his tracks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he thought delete, so little like, of delete you. Delete the other playlist. Like, <laughs> D- delete right. the Jenny one. Hide them, yeah. you know, archive them, <laughs> for, at least until you break up. Um, but to me, it was almost like, this goes to show, like, anything in the first few dates that you think is special is not special. You really like the place he picked? He's been there with several other, like, he knows, yes. like, it's kind of like, it just goes to show, like, the mind of the man yeah. is like, and like, he's, he's tried it, it's worked before, so he's just doing it again, and, and it kind of makes you underestimate anything anyone's doing to where you're like this any like it's it's great that this person does this but it's more about them than it is about you this is what they do it's not about you being so special let me defend the mind of a man for two seconds (laughs) because i think we all do the we all have bits Sure. Like we're all doing bits a little bit in the beginning because we know that they work and we want someone to like us. So 
I think she has uh, the the big reveal is this is one of his bits. Yes. You know, like I I think yeah. like if you're on a date, first date, you're doing the like you're doing a kind of the thing you've done for all first dates. I have. It's your set. Yeah, you do a set, right? I don't know. You, the check comes. I What's got it. Beef, don't, Jared. What, I, What's your thing? Is uh, it? When the wine comes, I, if they do the try the wine thing, I go. She'll try it. She always sends it back. <laughs> That's a joke. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, she sent it while she's trying it. I'll go. She usually sends it back. That's my bit. I've done it. I mean, there's someone listening that I've been on a date with being like. Fuck! You know, like, I, I remember. He did that to me. Yeah. Right. It's a good bit. Why yeah. would I not do it? You know, you're it's, about, you it's know. about you. It's not like the person shouldn't exactly. take it personally or feel special about it. No, I, I think because it's music, people, like, people, music is, is, is deeper than she sends it back, the bit at the table. So I think that's why she's probably more hurt by this you know but right i mean it's uh, to me it's like a it's kind of like again if you went to the same restaurant that he brings every girl to and it's a nice restaurant and the waiter comes up and says your it says the wrong name to you like oh i remember you guys here that would be like that would suck all right this is like now it looks bad on you even if it's not something that you did with terrible intentions like um in the pitch perfect movies Brittany snow she would do us a playlist for each movie mm. and it was like a really special thing if I find out that Britney Snow has done that to other <laughs> exactly. parts that she's been in, both, yeah, I'd be like, oh. I think we have to call the FBI. I that was our special thing. <laughs> yeah, right. Get exactly. the FBI in the line. Let's find out if Britney Snow is a liar. They, yeah, let's. They ruin the illusion. It's yeah. not your if special thing. If anyone else thing. has received a sentimental playlist from her, and we actually in, we've got we've gotten one from Britney. Yeah, oh, she sent one to us. Oh. She mentioned that she's a listener. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it! And she actually responded to our DMs. But uh, <laughs> Rebel, this is an absolute blast, and really thank you for listening to the show, and thank you for coming on with us. We want everyone to go check out the movie on Netflix. You can watch any day of the week. It's called Senior Year. Um, it's the trailer's hilarious. It looks amazing. Uh, we're huge fans. And really. you're always so funny in anything that you're in. So even if I didn't see the funny trailer, I would be watching it anyway. Yes. Oh, thanks, Jordana. Thanks, Jared. And I will uh, keep listening because you know, even though I'm off the market now, but I still, I you know, I still love listening. I'm still a loyal, loyal subscriber. So that, that means so much to hear. Thank you so thanks much. Thanks for everything you do. Thank you. Thanks, and it's great, so great to to see your faces as well because I'm just so used to hearing your voices. That's very Incredible. cool for us. I yeah. mean, on, on, uh, very cool. Best, literally the best. <laughs> awesome. All right. Thank Bye you. Guys. How great was Rebel Wilson? One of the best guests. She was great. I got to say, it was just so cool that she enjoys this show. I, 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 mean, I hope she knew how much that meant to us. Honestly, like, I'm going to think about that whenever I'm low. <laughs> that Rebel Wilson subscribes to our show. It's going to make me feel really good. I'm going to watch that movie. Fuck. Senior year. I'm going to watch senior year. Many times. I want her to get all the With strength. Alexis and Talia. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I couldn't remember. Um, <laughs> I don't think she'd be as offended. <laughs> Seriously. Um, I'm going to watch senior year all weekend long. I, I am like. I mean, she's always hysterical in any movie she's in. And all the movies she's in are so funny. So truly. I can't wait to watch it. And we'll be back with you on Sunday for our Sunday special. Bye. You Up is produced by Sean Kilby and Jorge Morales Pico. Editing by Sean Kilby. Social media by Maddie Paul. Guest booking by Nicole Pellegrino. Be sure to follow at Pod on Instagram and Twitter. And send us your emails to youup at betches.com.
Thank you to our sponsor, Netflix. Bridgerton is back. And dearest gentle readers, you will not want to miss this chapter. Longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom, but she needs Colin's help to find a marriage match. Will these friends defy expectations to find true love? And will Penelope's secret identity as Lady Whistledown destroy any chance she may have at love? You shall have to watch and see. Watch part one of Bridgerton, only on Netflix, May 16th. Betches.